0: Hello everyone, my name is Chester Lyndon and welcome to Everon sequel series to the ever pleasant mr bates i am your dm me chester here on this lovely evening to weave you a story of woe and the mysteries of the human heart
1: don't traumatize me further
0: thank you meg (laughs) (laughs) moving around the swivel of my uh very respectful and adoring um (coughs) children uh we have older
1: than you i am too we all are. Actually,
0: <laughs> it's my turn. Actually,
2: it's So turn. how about I <laughs> introduce myself, and how about you respect the shwovel, and my shut the up. My in the box. Right, I said honey. earlier, I complimented they you. Are. Excuse so me, cool. it's my turn to introduce no, myself to the listeners. They pay good Canadian money to... <laughs> I don't they are glowing coral
1: pink Nice. They
2: don't pay good money. Rubies? Rubies? <laughs> good Canadian rubies. <laughs> sure, they pay good Canadian rubies for this Patreon show. and They I'm don't gonna, have money. It'll be damned if I let you two ruin it. Oh, no. I mean, My no, All, All right, BJ is, is the bit Hello, guy. everyone. My name's we BJ. Pay.
1: We pay.
3: I'm
2: the bit guy. These two paid to be here. <laughs> you can do character introductions now. Ah, oh, I nice. play Ebenezer O'Connell. I believe is his last name. Um, he is a young, uh, young Irish botany enthusiast. He's uh, he's like nineteen, I think. He said like he's he's, he's quite young. Um, he uh, he has very fair skin, blonde, like kind of dirty blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wears like a pretty, pretty like high quality rugged. Um, like tweed suit kind of thing but it's not like a fancy suit it's it's very like coarse fibers and it's the kind of suit that a hundred years ago you would imagine somebody working in botany would wear to go outside and be in nature um, so it's a little out of place in like what is this early 2000 2003 2003, 2003 uh, New Orleans uh, but it, yep that's what he wears and he has' <laughs> on a
0: hot New Orleans night <laughs> yeah
2: yeah exa- like he's, he would have taken the jacket off and like mm. roll his sleeves up and everything just
1: wearing the vest.
2: No, no, like just
0: probably just a shirt, oh, but okay. you would imagine imagine like a, a dark shirt cream, almost like yeah, like a brownie type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And he judged um, Olivia for her fashion, like
0: he's a respectable young man, being a young, he man, good. A young yeah. man. He looks good. He just looks like he's
2: nineteen,
1: down. wearing an old man suit. No, uh, nice.
2: and he has a round, like almost perfectly circular, round thin wire frame glasses that he wears all the time. Hmm. Nice. Okay, oh, cool. Around the schwovel?
1: Around the schwovel is Olivia Kelly <laughs> 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 playing Meg. <laughs> and
2: so is that the last name? <laughs> it's, it's been long enough since somebody pulled that joke, but it's funny. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I always forget how good that joke
1: is. <laughs> I
3: literally it just it sat still here
2: be being like, oh, no wait,
1: I'm not Olivia. I'm playing Olivia anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Meg. Um, hey, yeah, Meg. hi. hi. I've been sober Meg. for I don't know how many years. No, I haven't. I had a. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're really confessing our darkest secrets. <laughs> <singers. laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, moving. On. Yeah, yeah you got to introduce your character. Anyway, that was so, beautiful though. Yeah. <laughs> I <love> the new <laughs> bit person. <laughs>
1: Um I play Olivia Kelly. Most people would be familiar with her if they've listened to The Ever Pleasant Mr Bates. Um and through the first episode you should have picked up that she's been through some
0: How long has she been very sober
1: traumatic. Uh oh gosh, she's never been sober. Um
0: <laughs> I, mean, I know it. That's Amelia talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so she's recently been through some traumatic events and um she's currently uh essentially expressing Her denial of how traumatizing her life is by exploring her fashion sense. (laughs) And it's coming out in the weirdest of ways.
2: It's not working. It's not. It's not working. It's evident that
1: she's traumatized. It's
3: It's evident that she's traumatized. with the
0: trauma and it looks bad. As someone who wears double denim, a lot. Honestly, it does look good. It does look the good, denim. actually. It's the like hair I, that I care about.
1: yeah, I like yeah, the, the double she denim. The double denim she, likes, she yes. will be keeping, um, in my opinion. But the hair is definitely going because okay. like that amount of hairspray in the morning, like you can't smell eggs <laughs> or bacon when you walk in. the You're also going <laughs>
2: to get too much for to the hob. That's
1: yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah. It's <laughs> just like Amelia walks over and she's like, "We're just going to turn the hob off."
0: I can smell it from here.
4: She doesn't have to wear a helmet on the field. Her hair it just smells like her a head.
0: dressing room. It's yeah. just, if anyone's been to a theatre dressing room, that's exactly yep, that's what it is. Yeah, that's basically. Mean. If she and- was in a motorbike accident, she'd be fine. She doesn't need a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> the hair protects her.
1: Yes. Boing. Yeah. So yeah, and cool. she perpetually has a voice in her head who doesn't like to just wander around the streets, um, which she found very frustrating because she's like, you know what, I don't care if people look at me funny. I'll just say that they're seeing things. You can yeah, yeah, come she out. she thinks that they're looking Gaslight at her like that because she's talking to herself. That's yeah. exactly
2: what she thinks. Yeah. yeah, That's not why they're looking at her like that. No. <laughs> it's the hair. It's the hair.
1: It's the hair. Um, but, yeah, she just wants Vesper to be able to walk out about normally, but he seems to be quite hesitant about revealing his existence, which means that she looks like a crazy person who hears voices in her head um yeah that's a fun thing to contend with on a daily hey. basis
4: <laughs>
1: anyway moving around the squoval sure. hi i'm kate
4: jones uh i play hope kelly um the adopted daughter of
1: Just <laughs> say that made my heart so happy oh, hearing you
4: say hope kelly i was, I was like, hope like kelly, <laughs> no
2: that's not the right uh, nah, um,
4: no i'm adopted mm, yeah She's my daughter. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I will never call you mom unless it's an accident.
2: And Chester complains about me referring to my fictional family when I play Alistair. (laughs) My (laughs) daughter. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter.
1: Um, <laughs> yes. look, I called myself Olivia Kelly at the beginning <laughs> we've established is Meg
4: traumatized or is okay traumatized both both, both is good. lovely <laughs> yep so play, I play Hope um, she is 20 um, she's good with a gun she's very socially awkward but you know in her, her spare time she likes to draw she likes to cook and she likes to fiddle and tinker with things is she good at it? no but she likes to do it um, yeah so it's, it's basically Hope She doesn't know who her fan-bam is, but she found a good one. I'm going to pass it on to my non-existent husband, who is not currently here in the room.
0: What's Uh, up, Beast King? Hello, it's me. Oh, wow, Caleb, have you been here the whole time? Wow, I didn't Uh, hear you. I'm Caleb Jones, and I am playing the character of... And moving along. And refer refer
2: to my introduction in the first episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not allowed. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so we're going to jump now into episode two of this specific hunt, mm-hmm. The Beast of Bataria.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
0: cloud slowly moves across the full moon a flock of bats streak through the night air as we pan down work lights have been stored around old man Hodgson's house as workers cross to and fro. a bulldozer runs through the last of the house pushing its carcass into a pile where two great machines grab greedy mouthfuls of the rubble and dump it into a waiting truck workers cross this way and that tearing down the gardens chopping down trees and mulching them All the while, the swamp laps at the shore. A black SUV arrives back on the scene, and the manager from before, Bill Lockley, steps out as the work is carried out. Signs are being hammered in as a mobile ticket booth is brought in on the back of a truck to be installed, as well as a few toilets. The swamp sloshes even more vigorously. The last remains of the dog kennel is thrown into the back of the dump truck as Bill crosses over the freshly flattened lawn to the swamp. He takes a deep breath as another van, full of kayaks, trundles its way way up the dirt track. This will be a season to remember. The Swamp Churns. A long way off, on the far western side of the swamp, Olivia Kelly, Amelia Kelly and Hope and Ebenezer climb their way into a small dinghy of a boat as Humphrey, who has now just arrived back from his night of drinking, helps to untie it and cast it off into the waters. He then steps back onto the dock. Uh, He hands Olivia, as it goes, an oil lantern to hang up on the spire that juts off from the front of the boat. He begins to wave. I don't know what manner of beast you be hunting out there, but no. Whatever alligator or snapping turtle you find out there, it's not the real threat. The swamp is hungry. You can feel the rumble of its terrible stomach through the earth. But don't discriminate between those who seek its good health. Just be careful. Or you'll swallow ye whole. As you gain more distance and Humphrey becomes little more than a speck. As the house, as the, the side of the city just becomes specks of light. You hear his voice ring out across the water. If it asks, even if it begs, never follow it under the bridge.
1: going to settle in and kind of, you know, wring her hands and be like, okay team, some interesting information. Um, when we went to Mr. Hodgins, uh, he said that his dog was an Irish wolfhound. The dog that they pulled out of the water was a mutt. Someone planted it there. So the swamp is consuming things. However, someone is trying to pretend that it isn't, and my bet is on the tourism manager.
0: Amelia is like trying to pull on the cord of the of the motor to get it going again. It's like, yeah, fancy that. You <laughs> could, <laughs> choker, the, hit the choker. Which way, up or down?
4: The, the left. Ebenezer. Yeah, most engines have a choker that you pull.
0: I thought it was
2: just called a choke. Yeah, choke, choker. Isn't a choker like some kind of necklace?
1: Yeah. Uh, Ebenezer, irrelevant.
0: Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got it.
1: Yeah, now, now flick, it, flick it back. Um,
0: Why? Sorry. <laughs> Just the conversation goes into the background as these two have their conversation.
1: Uh, what would potentially be able to, hypothetically, um, kill a swamp other than fire? Well, because ideally we would not want to set fire to the entire swamp
2: okay, well yeah sure um well the, the problem with swamps is um you can get gestures to the boat that they're in. <laughs> it's like um, <clears throat> they're kind of there's a lot of water mm. so you can't burn a swamp
1: fuel
3: no, can do not, many things no
2: no not just not just because there's water everywhere but because they're. the the vegetation there's such lush water content that it just you know when you try and light a fire at home and if if the wood you use is too green it doesn't send light Mm -hmm. this is like this but on steroids you can't you can't burn a swamp it just just doesn't also keep in mind um, even if you could burn what's above the surface everything that's above the surface is just it's just like the tip of the iceberg it's just the fingers everything that is what the swamp is the roots the, the, the organisms that feed and fertilize it's all under the surface so you know there's lily pads and trees and things but 90% of what makes a swamp a swamp is under the water mm. that's why you can't have a swamp without water so no you can't burn it
0: okay as you were sailing out there is just trees all around you with their long dark limbs it is quite a haunting place. The sound of frogs, and cicadas, and flies is just deafening. Uh, you have the main light at the front and just swarms of bugs are moving around. You're getting them in your mouths and all that. But you have your own like individual torches and you're showing them around. I want all of you to roll and we're going to do something different. I have rolled a number and it's about which one of you rolls closest to that number is going to get closer to seeing this specific thing.
1: The one time I roll a 12. Five.
0: Uh...
2: Ebony's rolled a ten So I've been I've been thinking Olivia Or um, do you prefer Okay
1: It doesn't really matter
2: Okay I mean uh, Yes it's, Olivia. <laughs> it's, really Olivia's, fine. it's like Olivia's fine Olivia's great You know how I was talking about The, the cycle of, of The plants and, and the
0: ecosystem Being too fast mm. I think it reminds me Of something uh, uh, Hope You were shining your torch Back And forth back and forth along the dark water when an animal
2: like a predator is about to get into a fight or about to go on the offensive or hunt or something right things happen to to its to its body its body has a physical response
0: back and forth and then you stop as your torch is illuminating something in the water a ways off but coming closer, a pair of eyes. It's almost like okay. the, the you know the goosebumps. Oh,
2: sorry to interrupt. That, that uh, show, uh, hold uh, on, eyes? no, no, wait. Let me let thing, me finish. Thing? It's like it's like goosebumps, you know. So like hair sticking up on it, and like like your heart rate goes faster.
0: Oh, okay, it's Evie, It's like Evie? that. She gets panicked
1: like, very. Yep. Yeah. Is it just me or look? Oh no, those are eyes. But
0: it's a, you Fantastic. guys turn around as an alligator is swimming fast through the water and you hear the thump thump as it collides at the bottom of you guys and i'm going to roll (laughs) seven your boat sloshes very hard and you take some water on the right hand side as water sloshes over as the boat tips very viciously before slapping back down and all of you are shunted around I'm going to get all of you to roll I'm going to beat a 5 to stay on the boat
1: oh Gosh!
0: Yeah, we don't have any pluses or anything yet no, right? Not, no. yeah.
1: it's a 2 mine!
0: 5 5 you're fine uh, Olivia oh no. you begin to topple as the boat slams back down everyone kind of takes this big hit and you uh, take it on like your side you've had the big side. cut and you, this just absolute <gasps> agony flows through your body, your eyes kind of, there's these popping colours in your eyes as you almost faint and you begin to topple into the water and then there's a shoop, as Vesper grabs your hand and throws you back into the the boat. Describe Vesper. Vesper is quite a young looking man. He looks like he's in his uh, late 20s. Quite long uh, hair that's fully swept back. It's not like long hair, but it's uh, kind of uh, scraggly. The front is a bit disheveled and hangs down to his face. But it's like slicked hair that's been messed about slightly. Uh, quite uh, a lean face with quite strong chin and jaw, really defined cheekbones. And he is made of white he is made of glowing white there's not like it's not like a glowing fluorescent light but he is made of white shadow doesn't really there's no shadow to him the contours are just slightly less bright white and he is wearing a full three-piece suit there's also the same type of white he doesn't glow but there is almost like dry ice mist coming off him that kind of dances in the darkness
2: oh Okay, that was a really
4: This is Vespa. Ah!
1: Look, I was meaning to mm. What is that? What are you? Who Hi oh, okay. What is going on? Who okay no who are you and who are, and definitely who are you? I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Can someone explain? Oh, you're
2: not the only one! Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Ghost nice. dad. Oh that doesn't make it better. Where the hell did you come from? who he he's okay.
4: somehow right. a part of uh olivia uh big long weird story EB, his ally no. will hope, save us hope he, not save us help us yes hope.
1: calm down calm no, but, down i am calm
2: she's pretty calm actually
1: uh, yeah you not gonna keep an eye on no, the water no, really <laughs> EB, you come from ireland right right the main religion there is what Catholicism,
0: Catholic, yeah. Oh, that's a strongly debated aspect. No, no, it is. Like,
2: why are we bring religion mm. into this? Okay. He, he's just like, look, he's like, oh, how, how is this relevant to any
0: Amelia <laughs> I is mean, once again cross armed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> staring at you.
1: Eb, focus.
0: Right. Okay. All right.
1: Just the easiest way to explain this is he is my guardian angel. He comes when I need him. Okay. Okay. Angels are scary looking, right? Bible tells us so. He he's, needs more eyes.
2: He's a lot less scary than I... Yeah, he's yeah. a bit less scary than I I would have thought.
1: Yeah.
0: Just...
1: It's okay. Just... Okay. That's all you need to know. Right. That is all you need to know.
0: He's, like, Olivia. standing above Olivier, like, hands on his hips. It's like She always uses the angel analogy. Oh, I don't, shut up. I don't really agree with the concept. Anyway, I'm going to go. Are you As more like him? And, and the boat, like, tips a bit, like a weight's oh, nice. just left it. Hold on, so... Let's go
4: can we, can we get Wait. this boat moving again okay you it's a seven. Olivia the
2: throws up right in yet.
4: her ah, mouth oh my god boat moving let's go let's so, go brace so, no no hold on so oh,
1: brace
2: is he your oh right I need to <laughs> right he sits down like again like hugging his knees and like holding on. He's like, okay, oh, like bro, it's right, it's ducks
1: down very
2: low so is he like actually your guardian angel or is it like a
1: I no mean, he's a ghost dad
2: oh A host
0: situation like are you like a?
1: it's uh, very hard to explain
0: i don't think this is a good time for this conversation probably not as the boat is hit once again from the other side it doesn't like churn the same way but it is like pushed and amelia almost loses her balance she grabs onto the side and you see her just stand up as you see the of the tail go on the other side pulls gun out Bang into the water, and there is a spurt of blood as she takes the tip of its tail off. Oh, nice. That'll Good do it. Shot. That'll do it. That that'll work. Uh, can someone help me? And she's like pulling on the chain again. It's not starting back up. Let me. I know about the choke. Just just do it. <laughs> I don't know which way it goes. Um. All right. Does anyone want to roll to see where it has gone? Yep. I think I'm
2: kind of just hunkering in the boat, so no, I probably went not
4: roll. I'm going on the engine.
2: I
1: mean, it's literally, I had to stop my dice, so I have to roll again. Ugh, it keeps falling Woman. off the frickin'
4: roll table.
2: Roll smaller, Meg. Gentle. Small roll. <laughs> That's a place! That that. You that. that! You have
0: to still roll it, thank you. Oh, gosh, oh. it's a four. It's a four. Okay, oh you're God. you're looking around. She's like, huffing
1: and huh? puffing from pain, still <laughs> nauseous. Yeah, you're still
0: holding your side, you're like, what, Alligator? I thought they were called crocodiles. Zoom <laughs> gets hit, like, a second time, and I'm going to roll for the integrity of the boat. Right. If it is odds, uh, it will sustain a level of damage. If it is even, it will be all right.
3: Oh, oh
1: dumb
4: hole. Caleb, he's not here, save we're it. We're all having
1: issues with our dice, guys.
4: At least Chester looks
1: really pretty in this line.
4: Yeah.
0: It's a nine. Is that odd or even? That's odd. That's, That's odd. odd. <laughs> Home <score>. uh, <laughs> You heard it here first. Chester
2: is more homeschooled than I am. Um, Since Ebenezer's probably noticed Olivia not feeling well before he would actually look, he's probably going to now roll for perception. It's like, well, she's not really looking, so I guess I will.
0: Uh, that's a nine, which is an odd number. Okay, so uh, Olivia, you kind of crumple down to the the floor of the boat, like holding your side. And there's another, and you see a crack appear on the side of the boat. And water just spray like a jet directly into your face.
3: <laughs> oh, flipping
0: pyjamas! filthy water. It is swamp water. Um... <laughs> Ebenezer just Oh by the way, don't swallow that.
2: As she's like actively (laughs) With the two
1: she throws up over the side of the boat. Oh god. With
0: the general panic (laughs) around you, it's like you just kinda like zero in of just like my panic is separate to this panic. This <laughs> makes my panic somehow better. Yeah. As AK like once again just shoots into the water and you're like these hunters are like real good. Yeah, yeah. because he he thinks
2: you're like wow, these people are professionals. And yeah. he like doesn't see OK throw up yeah. at the end of
0: the boat. like, like wow. damn, I need to raise my game. And yeah, so you just like scan across the water and you see the alligator coming once again and your mind just flicks, 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 flicks through all of your different types of knowledge and you think okay what's the easiest and best way to repel an alligator it's living in a swamp it's used to a wide variety of smells and tastes and all that type of stuff if I could put something into the water that would taint this area's smell to it and throw it off entirely I can dissuade it it's like like uh, mustard gassing it or like pepper spraying it, something that's adhorrent enough to it or just alien enough to it to dispe- like dispel it from this area I think I've got something. Okay.
1: Olivia's hairspray in her bag. If you need it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's no
2: bad idea. Um. Uh, Hope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You done with the engine? Uh. Yeah. That box. Open it. Yep. Sorry. That that wasn't an order. Could you open it, please? <sighs> yep. Thank you. Um. Uh, he's like this one. Uh, Ramji. Faster, uh, faster. It's coming. Uh, it's coming. That, that one. That one. one. Give me that. Give yeah, me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a another like larger corked jar kind of thing and he's like scrabbling at the cork trying to get it off. Which um, way is the island? Uh, can not worry about that right now? Just a second. I get to get the Yeah And he rips the, the cork off and <laughs> just dumps the whole jar into the into the swamp water. And there's just immediately the entire area is just filled with the most pungent, like fetid rotting meat smell. Just like instantly, as soon as the the cork pops off, there's this horrible? Like there's a there's an animal that died three weeks ago here, just immediately, and he dumps it straight into the water, um, and it still doesn't quite go away, but it's like you can tell it's not going to be too bad now. Um, and you realise, oh, he was covering his nose when he did that, and nobody else was. Yeah. It's like <sighs> rotting meat. Plast smells smell just like the real thing. Works yeah. every time.
0: So I, I rolled for that. Anything below a ten, I would say would have sent it into a frenzy because of the smell of meat. Yeah, you rolled a twelve. Yes! So the, the noses stuff. You see the glow of the eyes and the swish of the tail as the alligator turns tail and heads along a different stream. It
2: can it can tell it's meat, but it knows it's not good to eat. So we might be all right. No, uh,
1: were it not for the fact that my stomach is already empty, that yeah. would have done it.
2: <clears throat> Surprisingly effective, that stuff. <sighs> I just used all of it up, so. The,
1: the island. Let's get to the
2: island. Oh! Yeah, I've no idea. Is
1: there like an oar or paddle in this boat?
0: Uh, there uh, are. it's over there. there. He's like points three
2: meters away, floating. He's like, there's one there.
0: In the water yep there's one <laughs> the other one is uh just on the side of the boat um but amelia clicks uh the handle down and the engine kicks up again and you begin moving forwards i'm gonna get everyone to roll uh, a fear roll yeah. so if it's below a six then you're going to be struck into the level of fear it's an 11. four four, four. <laughs> okay as you begin moving through this water you you you're in a kind of larger area where the trees have kind of broken away a, a bit of a clearing of sorts uh now you're moving into really dense swamp trees are really close on your sides the the growths in the water are really narrowing you in you can't see a great distance and the boat is a little bit as you see snapping turtles make their way beneath you the bugs are getting worse the smell is getting worse the night is getting like longer the night is hot you guys are sweating uh the bugs flowing around the um (laughs) the oil lantern is just reaching a whole other level uh, and Hope and Ebenezer with your rolls, you are stricken by fear Mm -hmm. in these moments. Does that give us a specific disadvantage on rolls and things? Yes, so that's going to give you a disadvantage on rolls that require a level of courage, so attacking something going into a new situation, something like that unless someone is able to break you from that fear. Was it
4: disadvantage? Disadvantage, yes. Yep.
0: Uh, Olivia, you kind of pull yourself up at this time and you're still holding your side, but the pain is relieving and you are noticing this kind of state that hope is in. So this Mm. is your opportunity to relieve her from trying to like stop the Mm. uh, fear.
1: With an 11, um, would that help? Considering how confident Olivia would be? Uh,
0: The 11 is, that's good. that's, That's a persuasion thing, but I will base it on what you actually say to her
1: talk to okay. me. Hope. Take one deep breath. Mm-hmm. Long breath out, yeah. Yep. Another one in. And out. Don't like this. I know, very, I know. Very, very, very quiet. Just, yeah, just sorry. We're breathing. Hope. Yep. You know you're safe. <laughs> Hope. Uh, that's a good lie. That's I a, yeah. asked Vesper to keep you safe before he keeps me safe. You know you are safe.
4: Yeah, you know the boat is leaking.
1: Yeah, and we'll be at the island soon. Look, like it's, it's not that with far away. You can just see it on the horizon. Just there. In the moonlight. It's not too far off. Remember what Humphrey, an old man at the port, told us? No amount of snapping turtles or alligators are our real enemy. They can't do much damage to us. I like
4: my fingers though.
1: Then keep them inside the boat. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. It's pretty simple. Do you need a hug? No. Are you gonna be Maybe. tough? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna bite the snapping turtles? Mm-hmm. Fine hug. There we go. Okay. You're going to be okay. It's fine.
0: Um, Ebenezer, you are staring off into the waters. Um, He's kind of sitting cross-legged on the bottom of the boat now. Yeah. A pool of water. Yeah, a pool of water. (laughs) For for the message, remember after this conversation. Yeah. And you're looking off, and you've kind of got your... You've used some stuff in your box to kind of patch the hole with some different bandages and stuff. It's still (laughs) leaking, but you're fine, you've got like a little cup and you're kind of just half-heartedly scooping at the water, sloshing it off as you're kind of just staring off and every sound, every creak you're just darting your head to and fro and there is a sound and you feel a, a glow in the general area as Vesper is sitting arms crossed and the like Because the the seating area are basically planks that go across the length of the the boat. It's quite a long boat, it's about four metres or so, so there's a bit of room. But he is now sitting on on the one next to you, watching what you're doing.
2: Oh, hello. Hello. You're back then? Yeah. So, what what are you exactly?
0: I... In the good memories of a bad man.
2: Is this man um, <clears throat> no longer with us? I assume?
0: Yeah. I existed before that, though. Oh. When he became bad, I became separate.
2: Okay. Because... We tried to
0: make things right in the end, but you can never really join us again. But I do remember... Back when we were good, we had a group like this, a band of heroes, we sailed the seas, we crossed great chasms, we fought great beasts, they were my brothers, and I remember one a lot like you, alright, I don't remember all of it because they weren't all happy memories, So, and I'm only really a shadow of him, I'm not the same person, but I don't even remember the old chum's name, but he uh, worked in the same field as you, and that was because he, he really didn't fit in with the rest of us for the simple reason that the reason that drove him to what we were doing was love. A love for the creatures, a love for the locations, for the the things he could study. Whereas us, like we had our different angers, our different things that drove us to want to hunt these things. But him. So, so, sorry, you were
2: a, you were a band of hunters, mm-hmm. back, when whenever, mm-hmm.
0: right? And, and yeah, hunters aren't all the same thing. No, of course. We all had different skills, different things. And without him, none of this would be happening now. He was an interesting man. We never saw eye to eye, but we never really needed to. That was kind of the beauty of people that loved.
2: Well, any any good ecosystem is always stronger with differences between between the parties hmm. they, they make each other stronger that's that's how it usually works yeah but, but why why are you telling me that oh it's it's a lovely story
0: because something he did and something that you do too I think it's something that a lot of people who love too much often do is they forget about themselves as well they're too busy on everything else there was a strong thing to do there everything was falling apart everyone was freaking out you worked out what to do you could have done it faster you could have done it sooner you could have done it later you can always question yourself on that stuff but I'm saying as someone who's been in this field for a very long time if you were my apprentice. I'd be very pleased.
2: Oh, you're, a, um, <clears throat> you're a fast judge of character, I'll tell you that. I've been watching you. It, Do you have a name? Vespa. Ebenezer. Well, you know that, but he holds his hand out.
0: It's good to be introduced. Wait.
2: Hold on. Sorry.
0: As you look up, Vesper is gone.
2: Halludios Trogloditarium.
1: Hey, what, what?
2: Halludios Trogloditarium. It's two words. Halludios Trogloditarian.
1: I know what a troglodyte is, but what was the first bit?
2: I've read about something like this. Oh, that can't be possible, though. I didn't even think it was real, but...
4: In our line of work, things that aren't real are real.
0: hey oh Calls Amelia as you emerge from this very thin passageway into a large open area with multiple different exits out from this large clearing. As you continue out into the middle you can see one clearing especially and Amelia moves closer to it. It is blocked by piles of trees and there are trees on each side of it and you see hanging above it made of ivy is a rune hung between different trees. It is a pyramid, and inside the pyramid is a ten-pointed star, and from that star rises the shape of a tree, all made out of reeds. The boat lightly bumps against the trees. No way to get this thing through.
1: I suppose it's by foot now.
0: She looks at the dark water Foot
1: Yeah
2: Well That makes a lot of sense If the stories are actually true Why it's looking For people as opposed Mm. Hmm Amy what is it
0: It's going to be tricky As he's saying this uh, Ebenezer begins Climbing the logs And soon climbs over top of and you hear a splash as he lands on the other side and begins swimming. What the?
1: I, I would love it if you shared with the class.
0: But the question is
2: how... Um, <sighs> how just
0: Olivia you sure just girls? follows after yeah, him. you hear his mumbling disappearing off into
2: the distance. <laughs> it's funny, it, you kind of see in him there's this weird, like, switch that happens that he just goes into, like, nerd mode. Hyperfocus mode. When he's in nerd mode, it's exactly... Mm. Okay. Uh Amelia turns to you, Hope. Sorry, can I ask a boring gameplay question? Sure. Uh, the chat that I had with Vespa, did that cure me of my Ves- feet? Did.
1: Okay. Mm. And, and so did the
0: one with Hope. Yeah.
1: Cool. Cause I was gonna say that Olivia would have said something along the lines of like she's proud of how Hope handled the situation, but like she's seen Hope handle it before.
4: Gross motherly talk.
1: Yeah, gross motherly yeah. motherly talk. And she knows that Hope's gonna react that way. So yeah. she's just like, nah, we're not doing the Yeah. yeah. Um, But she is going to mentally just whisper to Vesper, thank you for talking to Ebenezer. I really appreciate you handling that.
0: Amelia turns to Hope and begins taking off her suit jacket and chucks it onto the the ground. Uh, Get your gun above the water. Uh... And she begins climbing off and she takes the oil lantern with her and says, Olivia, hop, hop. And chucks it after Olivia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hold on.
0: <laughs> you, you, With
1: a nap 12, yeah. Olivia catches it. You catch like, it, and yeah, perfectly. it and keep
0: it above the and water. And keeps it
1: above the water, yeah. And then she's like, you know, Vesper, the light you admit would be fantastic to use right about now. Mm. Yes, yeah, so and
0: my suit would get dirty. yeah <laughs> 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 nice. You know,
1: sometimes I think you're amazing, and then other times, absolutely ridiculous.
0: I can't impress you all the time. It would get yeah, boring. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember if we just said, but how deep is the water? Is it like... It's, it's like up, up to today and you're column. not touching the ground. Oh, yeah.
4: my ducks oh, are going to get wet. You're
0: swimming. Yeah. You're swimming, swimming. Yeah. Um, okay, one by one, each of you climb over this uh, wall of fell- felled trees and leap into the water, and you begin to swim. You feel... An ungodly amount of things cross path your legs. You're remembering every back. possible texture. Yeah. You're remembering back to the alligator that you saw before. You're thinking of the snapping turtles that you saw before. You see fish darting through the water. It's hard. You can see your gen. You can when it's towards the top. You can see your hands. Anything lower it is dark. It is black. It is brown water. It's stinks. The bugs going off into your mouth, into your ears, up your nose, into your eyes is just horrific. They're swarming around you, especially Olivia, with the light as you're going further and further and you're slowly catching up to Ebenezer as he's continuing on. And uh, you soon catch up to him and he's still kind of like muttering to himself. And as you do, you begin to start to feel your feet on solid ground or solid roots. Mm. Uh, And you begin to slowly feel the water go from your neck height down to shoulder, down further until it's about waist height. And you've now moved in front of Ebenezer as he's still kind of muttering Latin to himself Mm. and trying to work out what the second word actually means. So he's throwing it around. Yeah. When you collide with something. You take a few steps back and you hold your light out and the shock hits you like a pile of bricks in the chest. You see the severed hearth of Bill Lockley suspended in front of you from vines from each hand, vines hanging out of his mouth. He is torn at the waist. And you take a few more steps back and the light illuminates more. And you see more people strung up from vines, tree to tree. You see high viz glimpsed back at you. You see a whole truck hung up there. You see the flashing lights now of an SUV hung as well, half dangled in the water, all around you. It's like trophies. Whoa.
1: Ebenezer, would you mind explaining right. to me what. What. What? Yes. Yes, what? I just bumped into a half decimated body. Oh, that's right. Maybe? I'm not sure. Externalize, please.
0: As you make your way cautiously around these corpses, the moon finally comes out from behind the clouds and bathes the area in a slight icy glow. And you see it looming menacingly in the dark. The black hulking form Bridge. And through the darkness a voice comes. Down by the river with the Billy Goat's gruff. The wool of their bodies feels just like love. You slowly edge closer, and under the one remaining arch of the old bridge sits Hodges. Reeds hanging from his mouth to the water. He sits in the shallowest part of the water, his eyes lit by your lights. He slowly rises, in the most inhuman way you've ever seen, like a broken marionette.
2: Territorial, behaves like an animal even though it's it's made out of a a whole bunch of different organisms together, right? Territorial feeds on intelligent life, Mm -hmm. specifically, to to fertilize Right. Yes. What? What? Uh, Peludos the
1: diterium It's in the name. I don't speak Latin. Y- you have to translate for
0: us. It's a swamp troll. Oh sh. The grumpy old troll who huffs and puffs. He turns to the direction.
2: Exactly. That's what you are. No. No. No wonder everything's been all all messed up it's you.
0: You hear the click of, of Amelia's gun. The vines begin slithering deeper and deeper into his mouth. He contorts and wretches as the reeds begin to creep out of his nose and out of his ears. He gives a groan as the reeds explode out of his stomach, sending a gory mess of blood into the water. The vines begin wrapping their way around his body, encasing him like a mummy. But you see, the vines, almost like ants, seem to be eating away at him as it covers him chomping and biting and consuming as it takes his general form he howls in agony and then falls silent as he falls to his knees head rolling forwards the moon once again is obscured by the clouds Ebenezer continues to slowly move towards this
2: where where this figure is uh, and you can almost tell that he isn't really seeing the human form like that's kind of not being filtered into his brain it's like so you must have been here for, for what? Decades? I, I don't know. Long time. And you Olivia's were perfe- going you were to grab his arm. Until... Uh,
1: what, what, what are you doing? Stop Unt- moving. Until... Stop moving. Stop
2: moving. Until it... Stop going
0: towards him. Everything falls um, silent. And then there is a the k- sound. And then a very different voice rings out. Here's the room. And he snips and fcobs. Then he bellows out
3: loud. Would you goats glare off? It's incredible.
0: His head rises up and you see two yellow glowing eyes as he rises off the ground, suspended by vines.
3: Oh, you might kick and you might scream. But I'll take you under the bridge with me.
0: Cool, all right, everyone roll! <laughs> Yay!
1: It's a two. All of my rolls. She's an eight, Rav. <laughs> three.
2: Avanese is quick on his feet, eh? i roll
4: They're abandoning us. Combined
0: they have a 77. <laughs> uh, that's a two for Amelia.
4: <laughs> None of us are ready Good. to fight.
0: Okay. Uh, we jump into combat. Okay, the troll has risen up off the ground, uh, suspended by these vines that appear to be coming up off the ground, like out of the, the, the root system. And there is a, uh, a feeling of like wind passing across you, Olivia, and you're kind of buffeted to one side. And Ebenezer, you're buffeted as well to the side as well as a vine comes like a sweeping sword down just between the two of you like where you both were before if you weren't buffed to the side and there is a sink and there is a blast of light as uh Vesper is standing beneath where the troll is uh running his hand along his sword as it goes through and slices away at the the vines suspending the troll and he rolls out of the way as it lands back on the ground and he turns and snaps his finger and the point where the cut happened explodes and the troll gives out a shriek and takes a few steps stumbling forwards roll damage for that okay uh, Ebenezer I will let you go first instead Mm -hmm. of the troll (laughs) sure because I'll be nice Um, hmm.
2: so Vesper's just cut at it cut at kind of the vines. He the is
0: now back on the ground level.
2: Okay. Um, Ebeneez is going to run forward and kind of... Because Vesper would have run forward as well, right? Vesper so- is now behind it because he rolled Oh yeah, Cool. It. cool. So Ebenezer's is going to walk, kind of like run forward and just like hold up his eyes. Like, stop, what are you doing? Stop. We're not here to hurt it. That, that's the last thing you want to do. You, why do you think it's trying to attack us? You need to point out that... We're, And and I'm basically just trying to, like, stop Vespa and also, like, look at this thing and try and communicate with it. So I don't know, is that, like, a communication? Yeah,
0: give me a roll for that.
2: Yep. That's a four. Uh,
0: Yeah, you're kind of stuttering over yourself, the slosh of the water, the beast howling. uh, uh, With that roll, it swings its arm out as it swings a, a vine comes loose of the arm and extends out almost like a whip and it strikes it down across the side of your neck and down across your chest and the force on your on the neck smashes you into the water basically yep. like full from standing into the water just full force and i'll roll so
2: it looks like he just disappears basically yeah he just, yep.
0: uh and you'll take 11 damage that. What's my max uh, yours is gonna be 30. Yep. Olivia's is going to be 40. Hope is going to be 30. Amelia's is gonna be 30. Alright, uh it is now the trolls go. Okay. I'm gonna roll with cool. Alright, well I decided I'd do it. Um the troll uh kind of readjusts itself. And gives off a huge howl that ripples the water away from it and you all like cover your ears and it grabs out like its arms to either side closes its fist and pulls in and trees are just uprooted around you and begin collapsing Uh, i rolled a 12 so it beats all of your ac i'm going to roll you're all going to be our roll if it's above six you're not going to be hit by logs like the log parts of it, you're going to get hit by the branches of these trees as they become as they collapse down on top of you.
1: So anything above a six is good.
0: Yeah.
1: I got exactly six.
0: Okay, you got that. I got a five. Okay. Got a an nine. And I'm in the water anyway, so I wouldn't. No nine. Okay. Actually- <laughs> you're fine. Um, the the trees collapse down. You guys are going to take as the these branches are slicing and cutting at you. You're going to take five each, and Ebenezer. You're not going to take any damage. You are now pinned under the water.
1: Okay. Okay, so five damage for me as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Uh hope.
4: I'm going to try and save his ass.
0: Okay. It's You're going to go lift f- a tree?
2: Well I'm gonna try and pull him out.
0: <laughs> From under a tree.
2: It's tree. Okay, give it a go. <laughs> it's a little tree. <laughs> Roll for tree. Roll for tree. <laughs> it's a ten. No oh, no, my character fell off a cliff.
0: Does he survive? Well it
2: was a little cliff. <laughs> a little cliff.
0: Okay, you go over towards him and oh, you... I just want to make sure yeah, he doesn't drown. You grab him by the arms and you pull him out a little bit. Thankfully, he landed in, like, a lot of mud. It's not just reeds. So you're able to pull him out and he's able to get his head and kind of shoulders above, but his legs are entirely pinned. Still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: you're right,
3: you're alive.
1: <laughs> Sound alive. Yeah, I'm good. Good? <laughs> <laughs> Can Olivia call to Ebenezer at this point and be like, Nature
4: does not discriminate. Do I have enough in my move to now just kind of stand guard over him?
0: I'll allow you to stand guard. Beautiful. Um, Thank you. Cool. All right. Okay, okay. Okay, okay.
1: Okay. okay. okay, okay. okay. Um, as she yells, nature does not discriminate.
0: Uh. She gets, like, bitch slapped by this troll. <laughs> <laughs> nature <Nation laughs> does not discriminate.
1: <laughs> um... I don't know, I've just got my knife, don't I? Yes. Like no extra things. How much damage does that thing do?
0: That will do a d12 plus two.
1: Oh, okay. It's a beefy mm. knife.
0: Or, I will allow no plus two, and it to be uh, two d6s. Ooh. So your overall chance is higher. Okay. Mm. Which do you prefer?
1: I'll take my chances with the d12 plus
0: okay.
1: two. Uh alright, well she's I don't know, which way is the troll facing at this point?
0: Uh the troll is still standing in the exact same place it was. It's staring towards you guys as a group. Uh and you see it's kind of extending its arms back out again the same way that it did before the trees.
1: Mm. Okay, she's going to make it look like she's gonna go for like the jugular. Mm-hmm. But then, at the last minute, she's going to slide underneath and, like, slice his leg, Mm -hmm. basically.
0: Okay, give me a roll for it.
1: So, we're rolling, basically, to see if he sees this coming. It's a five plus two. Oh, no, wait, it's just a five for the attack, isn't it? For the attack, yes. So, this is
0: to match AC. Uh, Five does not hit.
1: Okay. She just slides in between through his legs.
0: So, you go and slide, and you're sliding the knife, and you see as the vines... Move out of the way. Like ah. they pull back and like deform the leg to to like avoid the cut as it goes through. I will allow you though an extra attack with Vespa. In this okay. moment now.
1: All right. Well, it, I would probably say that Vespa should be in control of that one.
0: Well, so you're going to slash through that one. Mm-hmm. Uh And with a nine, you move back. You're like sliding past him, and Vespa like grabs you by the side and like swings you back around, moving his hand to your hand and swings you around and almost like, like throws you towards him. You go back down to the slide and slice again. Uh, roll for me for this one.
1: Okay, so oh, my God. we're hoping that we connect this time. That's oh, four. Uh,
0: you once again miss and you see Vesper's like shoulders slump. And I was like, that was a perfect throw.
1: I'm sorry, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> He moves too fast.
0: Uh, okay, uh, here's Amelia's go. Cool. Uh, and I will goes out. Cool. Uh, Amelia uh, climbs out from like a, a bunch of different branches and pulls them outside. I was like, and she sees you miss twice. And I was like, I've never gotten the knife thing pulls our gun, bam, shoots it directly in the head and does 12 damage. Like catches it in the the head and it takes like a bunch of steps back and she begins stepping over the bodies of the trees and like clicks it back again. I will mark down the damage.
4: I my rolls were good.
0: I know. I'm sorry,
4: my dice are not behaving. I've got three of them out and I currently have
1: rolled awful on like all of them. Mm -hmm. The only Except time that I didn't see bed. the high rolls is when they
0: got the high rolls. Yeah. Okay, uh, as it takes its step back, uh, Vesper materializes again as just a sing as he uh, slices through one of its arms, completely disconnecting it. Uh, he does uh, eight damage to it. And you see the arm is already starting to like wiggle and regrow back from the, the shoulder. And he puts our hand and bam, open palm, pushes it in the chest back a few more steps towards the bridge. All right. uh, It is Ebenezer's go.
2: Okay, so Ebenezer is still kind of coughing and spluttering and like struggling to breathe, essentially. Uh, But now that my head's above water, and
0: um, I will will say a conjoined strength roll between the two of you because she stood to protect you. It'll cost your action for your go. The two of you combined strength roll you might be able to lift the tree.
4: I'm willing to do that.
0: Well, that's probably what I was going to do is like
2: try and wriggle out from underneath it. So maybe I yep. do that and then she sees that I'm trying. You to won't be able to wriggle without lifting.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so combined strength. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to say you need to beat a... What's fair A 12. Yeah, that makes right. sense. I'm going to beat a 12. Eight. Nat 12 Ebenezer has just like He's I've He's got never. some thunder yeah. thighs no, <laughs> your, no your thing is like I've <laughs> never That's actually nice. been In a an, uh, A situation of possibly dying Yep Your heart's pumping you, You're like Everything's going with like Adrenaline yeah, overload Yeah And you like Lift the tree off yourself And then Hope's like Oh right And she grabs it as well And like isn't able To give it enough hope To like like Enough yeah. uh Enough hope <laughs> Give it enough, enough Like extra leverage So you can like wriggle out without dropping it Yeah But you just Fully just Yeah <laughs> I lift it and then I'm like, I can't. What do I do this. now? Yeah, you can't I'm wriggle out of it. Out. I can't move. So yeah. when she
4: grabs your collar, just rips you out.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, with that, I will allow you to have your go. Like, Amazing. Still have your ability. That's Nat 12.
4: That's beautiful
2: uh, uh Okay. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Um. Uh, we need to like move. Probably is a good yeah. idea. We need to get out of here. And then.
0: Uh, uh, oh, you... Roll for me. <laughs> uh, yep, not going to do it. Your cool. your mind's a, a bluster at the moment. There's one thing that he keeps repeating. He's like,
2: drain it's draining, it, draining, draining. It's a uh, stack the water we need to... Uh, that'll probably help, but, um... Okay, but for now, we just have to get out of the way, right? We'll get out of the way. That's what we're going to do. We'll get out of the way. And, yeah, basically, I'm just using my turn to move as far away from the
0: chaos as I can. Okay, the further you go away, the deeper the water is, though.
2: Yeah, true. Good. Um good Uh, he would would instinctively move back back. and then realise like oh I'm swimming now oh that's not good and I'm gonna try and like swim in a circle like around a little bit okay sure just like instinctively like I can't get away I'll just try and like diagonally move away and hope that yeah I can get something for my feet
0: okay Uh, upwards in the kind of north area of this fight towards the the bridge Vesper and the troll uh are battling it rolls a four uh it pushes out its arm and there's just an explosion of vines Outwards uh, towards Vesper and he there's just like a flash as he moves to the side and he slices across them and stops them from getting any closer towards Olivia and rings his arm around them and like gets them in like the crook of his arm twists it around and uses his sword to like plant them into the ground sticking the arm to the ground uh, it is now Hope's Go
4: Woo oh I mean I, Troll I, when is it sorry uh, Troll goes after Ebb
0: yeah. So yes. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um. I'm
4: alright. I'm going to shoot. All right. If, shoot. Yes. All right. Cool. Oh, that's a three. Never mind. I don't.
0: <laughs> okay. You are. Uh, you've just helped Vesper, and you've just seen him like run away. So you're like the kind of fear thing is like hitting you again of like, can we actually do this right now? And you see um, Amelia like hopping a tree to tree to tree, and you're like, mm. yes, gun. You point and you just shoot and you just take like a chunk out of a tree near nearby it.
4: Crack mm. it. Uh, water. Water it was
0: water. It was water. I goes, ha! Such <laughs> right. a of
3: head. Head. Uh, Um
0: be- Olivia. <laughs> so it is technically pinned right now, so you will have advantage mm. on hitting it. Okay.
1: Oh, the nat 12. Nat <gasps> wow. really 12. I will Gosh. give you two hits wow. on your
0: own. Two hits. Yeah, so you can roll twice, two bits of damage.
1: Okay. Um, all right. It's a seven mm-hmm. and a six, but that's is that d12 plus two, so that's then a nine and an eight yep. of damage each, and she's just sweep the leg Johnny <laughs> she's Sweet going the for the legs
0: okay I'll um can I, should I describe it yeah you uh move in and, and as you get closer and closer towards the bridge you're more and more on harder ground and so you think this is why they built the bridge here this is harder ground and your mind's kind of working we could burn something here on hard ground type of thing but then you dive in and you slice across its kneecap you half slice through the leg and it completely loses strength on that leg and it lands to one knee and you uh, bring your knife around and slam it down through its leg into the ground as well it Is now pinned on two sides one from Vesper one from you mm. Uh, you, are, you look up and it's, you see its head, like the back of its head and there's a type of sound as you see its eyes come through this side of the head Ugh. to look to you and whereas the back of the head open up as the mouth on that side as well and it says, come under the- and then bang as another chunk of its head is taken off by Amelia shooting it once again in the head as she is now getting closer and closer and you hear that as she loads it back.
1: Nice one, Millie.
0: Uh, okay, uh, it is Vesper's go, Vesper um, yanks his sword out and slices away another chunk of the arm, grabs it again, slams it in, and he punches it in the chest so hard, it goes flying over you where it was like stabbed in in the leg and the arm, are torn out, and it lands even closer to the bridge now. Okay. And Amelia, uh, I will allow you to notice, you still have the oil lantern at Olivia. your hip. Olivia,
1: yeah, okay. Cool. Um, Olivia's going to try and communicate this information to um, Vesper and Amelia because Amelia is.
0: Vesper's not going to hear anything okay. you communicate. He's very much in fight mode. Okay. At the moment, he's not going to hear you. Like but try and um, roll for if you can communicate to Olivia because uh, uh, to Amelia. Amelia because she is shooting a gun. She's not yeah, have earplugs true. in. She is deafened at the moment. It's a
1: one. She can't hear anything.
0: You uh, cough and just like yeah, um, no, fire. <laughs> Never
1: mind. Bishware, <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> we're
4: underwater <laughs> um,
0: Ebenezer Okay, Ebenezer
2: is starting to get a little bit more clarity now He's like reeling back from the shock of being caught under the branch And being pulled out and then realizing he can't run away Because there's no ground And so he starts like wading back towards the others um, And he's like, his mind is racing And it's starting to get a little bit more clear. I don't want the water, I can't burn into it the bridge, the bridge, the bridge. The bridge, the bridge! Uh, Olivia! Yes! The bridge! Yes, burn it! Yes, we need to burn the bridge! Yes! You can't burn the monster. You gotta burn the bridge. Or you gotta blow it up, or you gotta sink it, or something. It's the bridge. That's the key.
1: Thank you! Yes! You're, you're welcome. <laughs> no, how do we do that?
0: <laughs> Alright, do you wanna have your, the rest of your go now? <laughs> I, well, I don't know what I can do. Uh,
2: Out of he's like asking
1: sim? like, "What can we do?" And Olivia's just like, pointing frantically at the lamp. Oh,
2: fire on the bridge!
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. On
2: the bridge. Uh, can I, I? I don't know really what I can do. I'm not really expecting to combat.
0: Can I? You can put. You can help uh, like push help. the creature back towards using um any of your herbs mm. or anything like that towards the, um, okay. the bridge. Yeah, cool. You could try and make the use some of your oils to make the bridge more flammable. Mm. I forgot that I had that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Your specter's a herbologist.
2: <laughs> yeah. With my all my list of things that I definitely. That have. I sent it to you at some point. You did. Um, okay.
1: Once upon a yonder year. Well, I've still got my notes. Like,
2: uh, right. Okay. And he reaches into his. Uh, you realise he's he's wearing this kind of belt thing and he's also got like a satchel, like a leather satchel bag that he's had on him. All of his like boxes and stuff are still in the boat, but. Um, he starts rummaging around and he pulls out another little glass jar um, and he starts wading and, r- and like rushing towards the troll he's like oh that's not good um, and again like unstoppers the thing and like runs up to it and just splashes it in its face like Psh- if I could reach that <laughs> much <laughs> and he's like good sound s- stands back and he looks really proud of himself he's like
3: no, right.
2: I gotta run now. And he goes like
0: back towards the bridge as well. Okay. Um. It. <laughs> All right. It, uh, as you start to take steps back after this, it just reaches out and grabs onto you by the shoulders, and you feel the the vines extending out and grabbing on like an iron grip. And Vesper grabs it around the the stomach is trying to pull it back from you, and they're in this kind of standstill of trying to get. It try and get to you, him try and get it away from you. Uh, So the three of you are now locked together.
2: Do I roll for the effectiveness of what I threw at it?
0: Uh, Sure, where'd you throw? it?
2: I threw a vial of, like, concentrate sphagnum moss, um, like, disinfectant, basically. But it's it's not, like, straight disinfectant. It's, like... He's basically just put a bunch of moss in a blender, um, and it's, like... Because his thought is this thing feeds off all of the ecosystem of this fetid water. And so the worst possible thing for it is like
0: clean, disinfectant property um, plants. So he just chucks them in its face. um, You can see its eyes kind of puff up and the the vines around it trying to cover up over the eyes. And now it's only the eyes in the back of the head that are looking at Vespers. Those ones have like sealed shut and it's howling. And I will roll. Uh, it will take six damage. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. From that. Cool. Nice. Right. So he can't see you, but still got you. Okay, cool. cool. All right. Hope.
4: Oh, yeah. Can I get close enough to just headshot it just at point-blank distance now that it's being held?
0: Um, well, there's a lot of kind of people going back <laughs> and forth and all this, so yeah. I'm going to get you to roll to see if you can get really all that right. close Let's before you can even shoot.
4: Because... Dice jail.
0: Okay, what'd you get? No, it was a three. Okay, you are sloshing through the the kind of uh, calf high water. You yep. step on a a, part of a tree and you like slip off it, and you're just kind of like, yeah, it's just as close as I can get. So roll to shoot.
4: I do not. Don't roll low. Don't kill your friends. A ten.
0: A ten. Okay. Hey! You you like close one eye, even though AK never allowed close. you to do that. You're like eh. Eh, eh. eh, it's close enough, bang. Uh, and it's not going to go through the head, but it's going to go through the like jugular area of the neck and take out that kind of right-hand chunk of the mm-hmm. neck. And I'll roll its damage. Oh, sorry, you roll damage.
4: I was like, I don't know what dice you want me to use because originally uh, was it was rolling, a d6. I was
0: rolling a, uh, a d10, d10 and a uh, d8.
4: d10, d8. All right, that is quick math. 14. Very good. Yeah.
1: This whole time, Hope is just muttering to herself, I hate water. I hate water. I hate water.
0: Uh, Olivia is your go.
1: Okay. Olivia is charging full pelt towards the bridge at this point. Okay. Um, With a five, (laughs) she's a little bit thrown, I think, by everything that's... I don't know if she wants to throw the lantern because she knows that if she lets go of the lantern, it's then kind of like a a lost item. (laughs) Could land in the water. Could land in the water. It's yeah. not
0: a hard thing to hit.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a bridge. Do I hit with
0: five? With five. Uh, you throw it and it goes and it lands amongst the kind of so it's old dead like wood. It's really mm. oh, it's really kind of, it's almost kind of petrified in a lot of ways. Lands and bounces. Ah, it didn't smash. And it just sits up on this high area of the bridge. The bridge is quite high. It's about ten meters up. This was a big bridge. This was above all of the swamp and all that. Uh, And I'll quickly roll. Cool, okay. Uh, Amelia is like training her gun back down on the troll and she's like, this doesn't really seem to be doing much. And she's like, aim it down towards its knees and then it's seeing like Ebeneezer's like legs scuffling around in front of her. And it's like, nah, it's not a good idea. And then she sees you throw the lantern and she's like, I don't know what that would do but and she aims up and she shoots the lantern and uh, it explodes out hot oil all along it and the fire lands amongst it and zoom, this right hand corner of it about a, a two meter square area just goes up and begins to spread across the old craggling wood. Uh, and you hear Vesper uh, call out as he's pulling the thing closer and closer. It's like, it's. We're gonna get under the bridge! Okay. It is uh, Vesper's go. So Vesper is gonna try and break it. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, all right. Right and. Okay, that'll work. Um, Vesper uh, moves around from holding it around the stomach. He like moves to one side, but still low down around stomach. And he with his uh, left arm, loops it around its stomach as he moves past it. And his sword materializes in his hand and he sweeps it up, slicing through both of its hands and he pushes his elbow in and goes back with it as the two of them fall over and he like wrestling style smashes its head and shoulders like directly into the ground. He moves past it stepping grabbing it by like the damaged thigh and just hurls it along the ground closer and closer towards the bridge. It's about 10 meters off now. So he's now severed from Ebenezer. And it is closest to the bridge.
2: Okay. Now that BJ's actually checked his character equipment. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. is like, like, what else can I do? Got it. And he reaches into his bag again, rummages around, and pulls out a slingshot. Mm. It's a homemade slingshot. It has, uh, you know, like your standard elastic, like medical elastic. Um,
4: Elastic. Yeah, <laughs> elastic. There's
2: another word for it that I can't remember, but, you know, the, the tube elastic stuff. Uh, the little leather pouch, and it's made out of a wooden, like, tree branch Y-yoke thing. And he rummages around and finds a little capsule and loads it up. And now that the troll's a little bit further away, he has a second to, like, plant his feet in the mud and, like, settle himself. And he fires his slingshot at the under underside of the bridge or, like, one of the pillars or something hard. Um, and there's a small... As whatever it was hits the bridge and smashes and especially anybody who's near the bridge notices a pungent kind of rotting meat smell very similar to what he tipped in the water although a lot less potent because this is just a little a little capsule of it Um, and he's he's trying to lure it closer towards the bridge with the idea of there's something died there that it could consume basically
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, which I don't know if you want to roll for the effectiveness I shall because as the trolls go seven so he is noticing the smell I'll mm-hmm. roll again now for it to fight that Yeah, because I'm going to roll with advantage for that because it's in the middle of a like, fight. life of fight to fight yeah mm. uh does I say with advantage so I don't know. Yeah. yeah uh first one was a three second one was a twelve oh. so Aye. it's like oh a little snack for later <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but it uh, like clicks its head back and extends the vines out once again. Wait, advantage or disadvantage? Advantage for its role. Yeah. Uh, and with 11, it grapples Vesper with uh, the tendrils and physically hurls him through the bridge, smashes a hole through it, and takes out one corner of it and kind of collapses in, and he's gone. Oh, that's not good as it turns back to the rest of you. That's really not good.
1: Olivia's testing in her head. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Hope, it's your go. All right.
4: Um. Cool. What are we doing, guys? Get him under the bridge. Get him under I, the g- bridge. I can't get him. All right. Yep. Uh, okay. I'm going to shoot. You've got a gun, haven't you? Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> gun How is going to help in the situation. Seven. Seven, seven yes. will do it.
4: Seven will do it.
0: Do you. Oh, do Okay. You're doing no well. Time. You're doing well. Thank um, you. Uh, so It's now, it's like fully centered in on Amelia. Uh, and you shoot it and you take it through the last kind of chunk of its, uh, the knee that's um, uh, okay damage. And yeah. that part goes and it, like lands down there. And then there's a... <laughs> type of sound as the leg just kind of grows back Mm -hmm. and continues walking forwards further from the bridge now (laughs) Olivia
1: Oh gosh, okay I'm sorry All the matches are wet
2: (laughs) Really? Okay. Really, the matches are wet after the hour of.
1: Well, I mean, she might have had the presence of mind to like put something. them in a ziploc bag or something.
2: Or wax them
0: or something, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, but no, she didn't. They're all wet. Um, Do but I she still that has that? the can of hairspray in her yeah. backpack, and she's you like. You see it walking stuck?
0: towards Amelia, though. Yeah. What's your What's your plan here? Um, oh
1: gosh, I don't have a lighter. I'm sorry. Gonna have to attack to distract, basically. Mm-hmm. It's a seven.
0: Okay. It hits. Cool. Uh, and so you're going to run up from the bridge towards it? Yeah. Because you're close towards the guy. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, it's a one
0: plus two. Okay. Uh, you dart up towards it and you slice out and it takes this kind of step to the side and they cut across like the first layer of vines.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what's your AC again?
1: Uh, AC is a seven.
0: Cool. All right. We're, we're eleven. 11. Um, it kind of turns its head on the side towards you
1: she's trying to lure it towards
0: the bridge and it grabs you around the throat lifts you off the ground and smashes you down into the water and begins to drown you and you see the kind of muffled steps as Amelia gets up close to it direct like directly on top of it head to uh, gun to its head shoots and takes out a huge chunk of its head off to one side and you are lifted up out of the water as it like takes a step back reaches out grabs her right hand and snaps it and you see bones stick out through the meat and lifts it back and hurls her bodily smashes into a tree and she lands into the water completely submerged and does not move. All right, uh, that was Amelia's go, and that's the end of that go. Uh, It is now back to Vesper's go. Emilia, you uh, cough and splutter and you feel a kind of cold stinging sensation Uh, and you look at the knife and you see a particular rune in the centre of it is glowing white and you quickly swipe your hand across it and Vesper rematerializes next to you and just crash tackle charges this thing uh, into a tree and then down into the water the two of them just scuffling in the water. Alright,
2: Ebenezer. Ebenezer... Reaches again into his pack and rummages and rummages and rummages, and he's trying not to focus on what he's just seen with it, like breaking Amelia's arm and throwing her. It's like, just try, he's like, just, don't, don't, don't think about it, I think about it. He's rummaging around and he finds a little wooden box inside his, his bag and brushes the, the, the dirt off it, opens it up, and there's another canister inside. And this is a slightly different size, it's a little bit smaller. Um, puts the box back in fumbles, nearly drops it in the water fumbles with the thing, tries to get it because his hands are shaking he pulls it up (sighs) he tries to control his breathing and he shoots it into its face and it smashes and at first pretty much nothing happens and there's this slight blue haze that wraps a little bit around its face so the effect of this whatever was in this canister hitting its face it
0: calms almost and relaxes and its head lolls yeah. a little bit from side to side the body, its body, it's made out of vines, but it, the vines are almost like the kind of sinew cluster of muscles in like a, a like clenched bicep type of thing, in like clenched muscle, and you see them relax and kind of like some more room is created around them. Ebenezer tucks the slingshot back into his bag
2: and flips it back to his back as though I'm not going to need that anymore, and looks at it and he goes, "You're a troll. You're a swamp troll. You're a swamp troll." and you live under a bridge and you want to take me under the bridge don't you well here I am take me with you take me under the bridge and he's locking eye contact well quote unquote eye contact with this thing that seems to just immediately have had tunnel vision somehow from whatever it was go on I know you're listening to me pick me up and take me under the bridge let's go
0: you and me well, it's the trolls go. So uh, Vesper shouts out, Ebenezer, no! Shh! And no, the, troll, the troll grabs him by the face and it, like, vines come up through the water and push it up from, like, in the water straight to standing and it smashes Vesper's head into the ground. Uh, like, so far deeply he's stuck amongst roots and he's, like, wriggling and trying to pull himself out. No. And it turns and begins to work towards Ebenezer. That's good. You listen to me now. All right. And he's slowly... Because
2: I'm imagining it was Ebenezer, then the troller, and then the bridge. Mm-hmm. So he's slowly circling it so that as it follows him, he's going towards the bridge. Yeah. It's like, all right. The bridge is now half
0: on fire. It is a blazing heat beacon. You follow me now. We're going under the bridge, all right? Yeah. It's staring at you. Its head crunches around and twists so it's facing towards you with the the working eyes. And it... Trots after you
2: there we go under the bridge we go you and me under the bridge and he holds out his hand to the other two if they're watching this which they probably are with like a padding motion of like don't follow me it's okay i know what i'm doing it's like all right but he's never breaking eye contact he's like all right here we go it's just there you and me under the bridge let's go Mm -hmm. slowly wading back and does it go under the bridge it does And as it goes under the bridge, he pulls out one more canister of oil. And it's just like grapeseed oil or something. And fires it upwards and it explodes with fire. And the fireball creates even bigger as the bridge starts to crack and collapse. And just as it gets underneath, Ebenezer collapses his knees, ducks
0: under the water and pushes back. The bridge collapses down on you both. And there is a roar from the troll as it all smashes inwards and just turns into a huge bonfire. You guys are standing there, uh, Olivia. Olivia's pulling Vesper's yeah. head
4: out of the roots. Oh, hope is making a mad dash for AK.
0: Yeah, Tears um, and all. Olivia, you are coughing up water and you see as the kind of shrieks of the troll ring out, you see the trees around you that have fallen over. Slowly, stand back up. As the ropes readjust and take back hold, it moves straight up. All right, um, you pull Vesper out, and he sits quite dejectedly in the water. Where's Ebenezer?
1: Uh, he was he, he was under the bridge. He lured the troll in. I don't know what happened after that. The bridge collapsed.
0: You should check on Amelia. Okay. He sits there as you leave, facing the bonfire.
1: She runs off to check on Amelia.
0: You make your way up to Amelia. Hope has pulled her out of the water. Um, she's like coughed up a heap of water, but she is still entirely unconscious.
4: Unconscious. I can do with unconscious.
0: Yeah. Life is good. <laughs> at like the elbow is facing the opposite way. Oh, that's Entirely not good. Entirely snapped. It's about like just above the elbow, that kind of point. There. What's that? The the. What's this part called?
4: Forearm. Was the forearm? Yeah, the very
0: kind of base of the forearm before the joint mm-hmm. oh, snapped that's
4: there. Two bones just snapped. Yeah, that's gonna need surgery. Yeah. Yeah, that's two bones. The there. the
0: frubia and the flibb flibbal. The frubbia and the homeschooled. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the
2: homeschooled bones on the inside. But, and, uh-
0: <laughs> but yeah, you can see the glint of bone sticking out.
1: Olivia's gonna try and like break a branch off a tree and use it as like a stint. With some of her scrunchies to hold the arm.
0: Olivia, as you were doing this, you look down the water and you see her gun sitting in the water and you pull it out. And you don't like handling Amelia's gun because Mm. you see engraved in the pommel, Harlow," And you stick it in your back pocket. Vesper sits in the water goes a ways off, staring at the bonfire and he watches as off in the distance Ebenezer climbs out wipes himself down and looks back towards the group and he looks at them in a strange way almost a look of fear horror or maybe even disgust he turns and walks away. Vesper was half towards, raising a hand towards him to beckon him over. And slowly, he lets the arm fall down to the ground. We cut forwards uh, to the morning the tourist season has not kicked off. The swamp is entirely closed off as police have swarmed the area and you lot have just so evidently left just before they arrived. Uh, there was no one to pay you. So this entire trip, including the flights here, has gone to absolute naught. Uh, Amelia is asleep in the back of the van Uh, You saw a like a small doctor in the actual town and he was able to do a minor amount of stuff but it will need quite intense surgery and she is like out of commission for the next few months at least and with the not 100% sure what happened to Ebenezer you kind of find yourselves a lot worse for wear than when you first arrived in a small town. And it's, it is a long flight and a long time of travel, uh, but you very soon find yourself walking up the steps of your little apartment that you guys have in London town. Uh, it's a, a old, quite crappy uh, little apartment block. Uh, you round up the outside steps, it is pouring down rain and you make your way through to number 12 reach the door Amelia is very groggy she's the pain medication she's currently on is just taking like everything out of her uh, is a very dark gloomy little apartment block and the kind of money weight is now starting to really hit you because you guys haven't had a proper proper job since Weaver died Weaver had all the contacts and no none of his contacts really trust you guys as operators without him and so your kind of pool has gone down to a whole other level of like crackheads who think they've seen something who can give you a couple hundred bucks or something like that. Uh, you come to your door and you're kind of fumbling through your keys when Vesper puts his hand on your shoulder. Okay. There's someone inside. Any idea who? No. Just that. They're a professional. They left no traces. I don't have the energy for this today. Find it. Okay.
1: <sighs> okay, everyone. Mm-hmm. It's me. <laughs> well, Amelia's kind of there with her. She's drugged, drugged out of her mind. you me. out of her mind. Yeah, it's you. Um, hope there's someone in there. Seems to be a professional. I don't know if this will get ugly. Mm-hmm. I need you to be strong, okay?
4: I'll take the back door, you take the front.
1: Sounds
0: good to there me. There is no back door, it's an apartment.
1: <laughs> no, she'll take the windows. The fire
2: The window is right
0: next to the door. <laughs> 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 no, she's it's a very small apartment. Um,
2: yeah. She says, you take the front door, I'll take the back. back. And when she says back, she gestures to the window that's
0: next to the door. <laughs> sure.
2: The back door.
4: I love it. I where they the where they
0: get in when they forget they get It's the second story of like a twelve story apartment block.
4: Fire am scared. <laughs> you are really making this difficult. I'm anyway. just yes, the realities you're of an apartment.
2: I take no, no, the back door.
4: No. I love <laughs> I love like
1: this taking
2: the jib off the wall. I'm taking the back door.
1: <laughs> I love the idea that um BJ put forward, which is basically just that like you see Olivia and Hope having this conversation and as Hope says the back door, the camera just like loses focus on Hope's face and pans slightly just, to, the to the
3: window. window
4: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Straight ahead, great Edgar Wright shot.
1: Yeah. Fine. Uh, you open the door. I go in first. Then. Uh, no, I think I'd like to knock, considering that there's someone home apparently. <laughs> Who
4: knocks on their own door? Just jingle your keys.
1: Nah, I'm knocking.
4: Jingle.
0: There is a pause as a Hoop. as someone <laughs> sits up from where they were sitting. Thump, thump, thump. They unlock the door <laughs> <laughs> and open it up. Uh, and you see a very tall young man standing in the doorway. He is dressed in a three-piece grey suit, with a grey overcoat over it and a blue scarf around his neck. And uh, he is uh, currently smoking, uh, <laughs> like in your home. And he's like staring at you with like a slight frown. And he blows out a stream of blue smoke as he looks at you both, and he frowns. Just- Welcome to your house. Thank you.
1: What are you doing in my house?
0: I've been here for about four hours at this point. I was starting to think you guys weren't going to show up.
1: Okay.
3: Come,
0: come. I've prepared seats.
1: All
3: right.
0: (laughs) He moves into your living room and sits down in the best armchair.
1: So, big boy blue, what's happening?
2: The only
0: armchair. (laughs) The only armchair. The other one's wooden chairs. Um, he, He looks at you both. And uh I'm going uh could you roll for me
1: mm-hmm. real quick? It's a two. It's a Twelve
0: Finally okay. Hope this doesn't work on you because you've seen it many times before.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Olivia, this does work on you. He flashes the like most charming smile you have ever seen and it like washes over you this sense of I like this guy. I can trust this guy. He seems like a, a reputable young man. I quite like this guy. And it also washes over Vesper as well. Aww. Vesper also in is like quite a nice young man. Very nice.
3: Oh no, Vesper Vesper no. got a
0: one. <laughs> Vesper's like very nice. Very I like the way he sits. Gentleman. Distinguished gentleman.
3: Very distinguished.
0: <laughs> Good young men. Uh, and he smiles at you and says Uh, Hello ma'am, my name is Heath O'Sullivan and I work with the tea agency
1: lovely to meet you heath
0: uh, take a seat Take a seat. i've i've I set the heater on i don't know what temperature you prefer it at
1: uh, we normally don't turn the heater on it runs the risk of burning the apartment down it's fine
0: i was here the whole time okay and he's still like that wide smile and gestures to a seat to you and as you sit down you do notice a bit more about him so he's quite well done with this suit and this jacket but as he takes the jacket off and hangs it behind his chair you see like his entire arms are bandaged quite thickly, both his arms. His eyes are blackened, like both have been given black eyes and they're only now just starting to heal. He has deep cuts around his eyes and around his kind of jaw, some that have stitches in it. There is a chunk around like near the ear that's quite red and you can assume hair was like torn out from that spot there. He has a deep bruising around his neck where someone has tried to throttle him and you can see the the tattoo like the um the bandages run down to where his ankles are as well. He has obviously been through something pretty horrific. Mm. But he sits you sits in this chair and smiles quite warmly at you. Now, uh Miss Kelly, I won't take up too much of your time. I'm sure you both and he's like looking at Amelia, you will have a lot to be recovering from. Big flights and big activities. But mm. I've just come because Tyr is rather concerned. Uh, the fact of the matter is, now that Weaver has passed on, uh, my condolences, uh, you. you no longer possess any of the required licenses for your activities, for the hunting, for the, the armories, for any of that. And Tear is quite concerned, especially with you going farther afield because relationships with other countries in this regard of monster hunting is quite tense at the moment, especially in the Americas. And to not have any licences and to be quite clearly British uh, in all this stuff uh, runs the risk of upsetting some very powerful people. Mm. So Tier will be in contact with a representative. He hands you a card, and you notice it's not his name on it you're kind of wondering why he is the one who's here a representative who will be in touch and will be working quite closely with you guys to make sure you get your licences and get your general approval and meet the threshold for a few criteria to be able to continue operating in London
1: that sounds good to me Mm -hmm. agreeable on all fronts only issue is we still how do I put this we still have to put food on the table and keep a roof over our heads, and as you said, Weaver having passed, we have no real means of making that happen. And with half of us out of commission for potentially the next few months, I don't think we'll be needing those licenses anytime soon.
0: Heath nods a few times and he smiled at you before rising and taking his coat. He said, well I don't like to admit it Miss Livia. I don't always, or currently agree with most of Tear and its operations, but this is not a request. I'm sorry. And he puts on his jacket. He looks at Hope for a second, and he nods at her, and begins walking to the door.
4: Uh, hope is gonna follow. Um, I'll I'll see him out. Thank you. So um, we get to the front door. What the hell? I mean, just sure. If you're gonna break in, break in. But like, what was with the smoke stuff? Hello.
0: You see him like raise the cigarette to his, his lips, and you see his hand is shaking quite considerably, and he takes a puff on it and the only thing that does any good for me. Good night, old friend. Good night. And he turns the door and leaves.